0: Welcome to the Ear for Fear podcast.
1: The horror movie podcast that boils and ghouls and dead alike are screaming for. Don't be afraid to listen as Rick and the Creeps... Bore their way into your brains, slither down onto your arteries, into your still-beating hearts. Hi,
2: welcome to the Ear for Fear podcast. This is the podcast that talks about scary movies... Or movies trying to be scary. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? I do. It's that pause, man. Yeah, it's the pause. It's that pause for effect. It's the dramatic, <laughs> the dramatic pause. pause. Yeah. Anyways, I'm Rick. I got Darren over here, one of the creeps. Sup? And we got Shaylee back in the house. Hey, my goddaughter, Darren's daughter. I mean, it's whatever. But my wife so my goddaughter's here. Uh, last time she was. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa.
2: Yeah, I'm glossing right over that whoa. Godfather. Father, oh
1: okay you know what really is that that's how we're gonna roll we're yeah. gonna roll with that okay yeah we're rolling with that oh, I'm, I'm seeing
2: um yeah so uh shaley was last out on the exorcist yeah that was a, a while ago. ago um yeah that was a while ago i don't yeah. remember how long ago that was but uh but yeah yeah so she's older more mature uh yeah, yeah. she's got better taste in music and, and <laughs> movies and <laughs> yeah Hopefully she's getting a better taste in men or boys or whatever these I'm days. I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but uh, anyways, I thought I thought what we could do is we uh, hop in to my 1973 like yellow Volkswagen Beetle. Sure, Shaylee, bring your big wheel if you want. Yep, Darren, grab your <laughs> Apollo Eleven sweater. <laughs> I will. Because it's going to get cold, and we head over to the Overlook Hotel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So we can talk about 1980s The Shiny. We can get
1: lost in a, a hedge maze. Yeah, totally. the hedge, totally. yeah, totally.
2: yeah. maze. Uh, Stanley Kubrick's classic. Um, before we, uh, I guess, before we jump into this thing, uh, let everyone know there's
1: going to be spoilers. One, two,
0: spoilers coming for you.
1: Yeah, man, I've been looking forward to talking about the shining forever Me you know I, th- I thought for sure we were gonna uh um you know hit on that movie like the during the first 75 <laughs> 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 unfortunately I didn't happen so
2: well you know i think i purposely uh kind of put this one on the back burner because i know a, a lot of people talk about this movie and a lot of people have different interpretations and theories of this movie and i was like uh to me, it's just a very complex movie. I think, and yeah. so to, I think I was kind of. Were you a, a little I, afraid? To, yes. To yes. Dive thank into you. That? I was a little yes intimidated to dive into this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um. Because they're really there's. Uh, Stanley Kubrick was a. Uh, was a, first of all he was a brilliant filmmaker, right? Yeah. Yeah. But his stuff is so complex and. I, I just, yeah, man, I don't even know where to start on this friggin' movie. Like, we
1: need to do Eyes Wide Shut.
2: He did do Eyes Wide Shut. That was the last movie he did before he passed away. Yeah. Uh, Clockwork Orange, yeah. Uh, Full Metal Jacket, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. So he's done some, like, he didn't do a lot of movies. No, not really. But he did a lot of classic movies. Well, what he
1: did do, though, was very dense and, uh, you know, symbolism and oh, yeah. uh, hyper anal about detail.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The
2: thing is with this movie, like I think the if I was to like put one word on this is uneasy. <laughs> yeah. It's unsettling. I, no. It's it's really from the beginning of the
1: movie. It's too bad that uh uh Stephen King didn't really like his adaptation, you know. No. I mean, he did stray away from it though. I I did some yeah. some research on that and he certainly took a lot of liberties that
2: Oh sure he did. Yeah. yeah. And, and Stephen King did no he did not he did not like it. I think he he tried to throw a few compliments in there that it was um uh you know, it was filmed, you know, the way it was filmed, like visually it was great and all these mm-hmm. other things, but for the most part no he didn't seem yeah. to. Yeah. He didn't seem to uh, care for it too much, yeah you know, but I mean I think too Stanley Kubrick like he he wrote the screenplay and he was constantly rewriting it every single day mm-hmm. so every mm-hmm. single day it was like a um uh like I think there I read something that Jack Nicholson didn't even like pay attention to the script anymore whatever new pages came that's what he was memorizing yeah because <laughs> he was constantly and and two he put everyone
1: through hell well I thought it was just a. Uh, um Oh God! What's that actress's name? Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall. I thought it was just uh, her that he. Really... Well, he was
2: worse with her, from what I understand. Yeah.
1: Why? Because I. I mean, I think it's kind of a little messed up. But I mean, I think what was it? it was he was trying to, he was trying to get a, a, a certain performance out of her, uh, anxiety and like fear and that whole thing. And you know that's a hard thing for. An actor to pull off sometimes is that true sense of just you know, fear yeah. and panic mm-hmm. and yeah. you know what I mean? And so at least that was a stuff that I had uh was watching and had, you know, uh researched was was that he did that intentionally to just keep her yeah, a little messed well, up. Well I but had, still. I
2: had read that he um he fed Jack Nicholson cheese sandwiches for for two weeks straight (laughs) that was the only thing Jack Nicholson could eat was cheese sandwiches which he hates for two weeks that was the only substance he had why it was to add that element of uh, him being grumpy and yeah, and you know, mad and evil and all these things, and it was that's what that's what came out in the film.
1: That's so cool. so yeah. if you
2: hate something and you're having to eat it for two friggin' oh man, I'd be pissed. Not oh, to yeah. mention that that yeah. the film went on for. I mean, what did it did it take him a year to film? I mean, I, I I don't know if it was that. I thought it was something like a a, a year or something like that.
1: It's something like that. Yeah. yeah, and then
2: sure. the fact that he's constantly changing. I'm like, if you have a script you can memorize, if he's constantly changing everything every day, that's frustrating. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, that would even and that would add to the whole.
1: You the, know, the um. Oh God, I mean, I can't imagine that. Like, as an as an actor, having you're just constantly on edge. Yeah, you can't settle into anything, and maybe that was the, exactly the point.
2: That was the point. Well, I think you know? um, uh, Mr. What was his name? Uh, Halloran, uh, Dick Halloran, yeah. the, the the chef.
1: Yeah, they, I heard that he
2: made uh, uh, Kubrick made him do uh, a one take a hundred times.
0: Sounds like something he'd do.
2: What I mean, was what
1: was the? Take? I don't remember the take. You know, oh God! No.
2: a hundred right. like a hundred times, and so he was so like frustrated. I mean, I would be too because oh my God. Yeah, you now look, I, we knew like Kubrick was super meticulous, super anal. And that's what and that's what I want to talk about too with a lot with a lot of this movie because there's there's so many we could watch this movie and go, "Well, there's continuity errors throughout." Yeah. Right? Like a chair is there, next scene it's gone, then it's back. No, no. He was so meticulous that there was a reason for everything Kubrick did. Yes. And I'm trying to figure out why was his whole point to make us feel uneasy through the entire so- movie?
1: So hold, let me let me back that up a minute. You don't think it's possible? No. Still a human being. You no. don't think it's possible? No, that, because uh, it's
2: riddled throughout the movie and I guarantee you Kubrick no dude. I've watched interviews with people uh that worked uh closely with Kubrick yeah. and they said that just doesn't happen. He is so meticulous. Mm-hmm. There is a method to his madness. Like I watched one interview it says, "Okay, there's two things. Uh Kubrick was a like a uh uh, he was a photographer. Like Mm-mm. one of his hobbies was uh, as to be a photographer. Well, you know how photographers are. They they see stuff through a lens that, like say the normal people like us, they just don't, we don't see. Yeah. Right. And he was an avid chess player. Okay, well with chess, as you're aware, it's calculated, man. You're thinking almost 50 moves ahead. Everything he did was calculated. I just don't know why. I never read the book. I We know he came away. Uh, you know a uh, uh, ways away from the book you know he detoured from that so like was there elements in the book about stuff I, I can't imagine that was the case
1: well unfortunately for me, for me anyways I'll speak for myself um, I never read the book I either so that's just really horrible I mean yeah. you know it made me <clears throat> after I watched it uh, the other day yeah. it made me uh, think God you know I probably should yeah just so I have yeah. some context what the original know. story I was you know <laughs> Um, um, I never read it. I, I Shaylee, what were your thoughts uh, initially, like the first time you saw *Shining*? Uh,
0: my <coughs> my first thing that like really stood out to me was like the opening scene with the music. Yeah, I think the music played a big role in how like eerie the whole movie is. Um, and definitely the first time I watched it, uh, I thought it was scary it was more like unsettling but I was definitely scared because like there was just a lot of like I guess mind games I guess that you could like say were playing throughout the whole thing Mm -hmm. um and it was just like so many scenes where like you have to like think about them you know and then like when you go back and watch it again like they start making sense because like you've seen it but like I definitely thought that it was scary the first time I watched it, and it like really quickly became my favorite horror movie. So it's
1: an interesting thing because you know, um, you, you know, obviously you come from a younger generation, and you guys really like your jump scares. And this is a—you could argue it was a slow burn. I yeah. Mean, it, it's, oh, it's, it's a slow. It's burn. a slow for burn. Sure, for sure. I mean, yeah. it takes a minute yeah. to even get going. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah. it's kind of a little surprising yeah. that it uh, that it sunk its hooks into you so rapidly like yeah. you know within basically the first scene mm-hmm. you know
2: well it, it you know the thing is I would the thing is that we have the the climax right but but majority of the movie is super slow yeah super yeah. tense I would almost I would almost argue or say at least that the music is almost its own character and and really it almost overshadows Let's say Wendy, for instance. Yeah, I mean Jack is Jack. Yeah. I mean he's. I I just can't imagine anyone else playing Jack Torrance, right? And and doing you know having that performance, um, but the music I almost overshadows to everyone else. It's so over. It's so powerful, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's and it's just a mixture of all these different sounds and stuff that's happening. That is it's very fitting. Mm-hmm. But again, it comes back to the. The music is uneasy, unsettling, yeah. Shaylee, as you said. It's yeah. just, it's very much that. And yeah. on top of this overlook, that has well, like this history, right? Well, I'm I mean, just
1: gonna say, uh, it nothing ever good comes from building anything on top of an Indian burial ground. Yeah, no, period. Poltergeist People, it, it's like, it's like, how many times are people going to do that? Uh-huh. thinking they're gonna get a different result yeah. yeah
2: yeah not good at all a lot of native american references in this movie too i mean obviously it being built on that and then just a lot of artwork and a lot of other stuff throughout the film there's a lot of mm-hmm. it's like you know and again all intentional i'm sure there was a reason for all of this with kubrick you know the
1: um well the native american uh thing i my takeaway on that was was obvious tie-in to the history of the hotel and the fact that it was uh, built uh, on an Indian burial ground. And in fact, uh, even in the movie, and I would imagine in the book, um, they talk about how during the building of this thing, it was. Um, uh, Oh,
2: there was like an attack. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, Indians
1: yeah. were uh, like attempting to. Yeah, do it. yeah they were tra- They were attacking yeah. them as they were trying to build this thing. You know. Yeah. So So. Um, so. The Native American um, stuff that's throughout the hotel t- to me is just a tie-in. Just a tie-in. To- yeah. You think? you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Because
0: it was only brought up a few times throughout the movie. Yeah. Really. Well, I mean, there was.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, there's artwork that that is. Throughout the, you see it on the walls that they really don't focus on, but then you realize it was done by like a native, you know.
1: Well, in other words, what I'm, what I'm, I think what I'm trying to get at is that I don't think Stanley Kubrick had some sort of hidden agenda behind the Native American stuff. Yeah. I think that was a just a simple matter of tie in to the history of that hotel. Yeah. Okay. Now, the Apollo stuff. Oh, oh, absolutely. Whole other. Absolutely. Whole other. I, I absolutely do believe that well, he.
2: I forgot. Did we do a, a quick? a synopsis on this? We have not done a no. synopsis. Before. Oh, I think Shaley said she wanted to do it. Oh, you?
1: Oh, do the synopsis?
0: I don't even remember saying that. Honestly. Oh no, totally.
2: Didn't she say that? I th- just, I'm yeah. pretty
1: sure I heard that. So she was begging hey, us before we started recording. Then. You want to
2: do a synopsis? Yeah, do a little. What, what's the say. movie about? What's the movie about? Shaley, give us a, yeah, just in your version. own words. Yeah. Just, just off the top of your head. What's this movie about? Make okay. It quick. The
0: shining is about <laughs> a family of three, the husband and wife and a kid. Um, moving to an isolated hotel because the husband got a job there and they have to stay there for five or six months or something. Um, and it leads to cabin fever, as they said in the movie and ultimately a showdown, <laughs> showdown. a showdown between showdown.
1: everyone. That's yeah. Cool. That's pretty much it. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, mm-hmm. basically, uh, the um, the hotel is got evil in it. Yep, and and, yeah. and it's uh, it's making itself known. Yes, you know, there's yes. an imprint. Oh yeah, you know, because I really uh, I'm a believer in that. Um, you know, I, I I believe in ghost stuff. I, I absolutely yeah. do. Uh, yeah. um, yep. I've had creepy, weird, occurrences happen in my life. Yep, um, and I believe that you know sometimes events will leave an imprint yeah you know you've got sure you've got your <clears throat> the the spiritual aspect of it you've got the the go essentially the ghost aspect right yeah. where it's like a spirit that just for whatever reason can't cross over or whatever and it's just in this earthly plane yep but there's also just traumatic events just things that occur which mm. Dramatic enough with enough energy and just the right circumstances can imprint. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if you shine, (laughs) you know, you you can pick up on those imprints and, and they could be in the past. They could be in the future. They could be, you know, and interesting thing. I, I had uh, watched, I had watched a video on this and, and um, the person was saying, and I think it might've even been in the book that, Tony, mm-hmm. which is, uh, which oh, is Danny's, Danny's uh, imaginary, invisible yeah, imaginary, imaginary, imaginary friend, friend yeah. who's telling him these things is actually Danny from the future. Oh,
0: I could understand that. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I think, I think he said that that was actually the premise in the book oh. was that it was uh, Danny from the future that, uh, was, was telling his younger self mm-hmm. about, the overlook. Interesting. And yeah.
0: I feel like that makes sense because throughout the movie, whenever like Danny was asked anything about Tony, he was like, Oh, Tony always told me I can't say anything, I can't tell anyone. Yeah. And yeah. so like I could understand the connection because like, you know, you wouldn't want to tell people like something yeah. that happens in the future because 'cause it'd like mess everything up.
1: Right, <laughs> the whole timeline thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the whole yeah, butterfly, the, effect yeah, butterfly effect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, and, and
1: so that really prompted me to actually want to uh, to spend the time to to, to read the book because yeah. I, I really am intrigued by that. I want to understand, well, okay, you know, Stephen King, obviously is the one who wrote the thing. Yeah. you know, Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I want to understand what, what was Stephen King's intent there? Like what was he yeah. trying to, you know, and then obviously we know, you know, Cooper kind of, kind of took the ball and he, did, he did his, took, he took a lot of liberties. He did. Yeah. He, he did. He, he,
2: did. Did. he, he took did. a lot of liberties. Um, and I didn't read the book, so I don't know. And maybe those liberties made the movie what it was. I, the thing is, I, I do know, I have talked with people that, that regularly li- read Stephen King, and sometimes his stuff is a little out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, for instance, like It, someone was telling me in the, in the actual book It, there's some, a lot of weird stuff going on with the teenagers. And someone was explaining this to me. I'm like, okay, there's no way they could put that in the film. It just couldn't happen. It just, it wouldn't work at all. Yeah. And so I I, I don't know. Yeah. You know.
1: Eventually I'll get there. You know, I don't know. I got so many projects that I'm going on. I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. I can add reading a book uh, to it. Yeah. Well, you once know. you do, let me know because I won't read. You it. You won't read it. <laughs> the only thing I, I would say,
2: um, I think my friend Laura was saying that um, you know you can listen to it on like tape or something or like a tape. I'm, I'm dating myself. Um, CD or digital. <laughs> yeah. You the, know you can listen to the actual yeah, book.
0: They have it. Basically,
2: yeah. it's the audio. Book. I could do that.
1: It's an audio book. That would do because I don't want to really? read it. Yeah, you can't. You
0: guys yeah. like audio books.
1: Well, I, I don't. Well, I'm not saying I do. I, I'm that, just that's saying a him thing. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my
2: friend was listening to the audiobook but this The Shining. She doesn't like horror, and The Shining scared her so much that she stopped listening to it because it was freaking her. I could probably do it because I don't like reading. I just don't like doing it.
1: You know, but there's a bunch of weird stuff. That, well, <laughs> let me back up. Certainly the movie itself has got a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah. So, I, so I shouldn't really preface it by saying that. In the book, there's there were elements in the book that I think just at the time when Kubrick filmed this uh, couldn't quite capture. I don't, mm. think, I don't think the technology was quite there to oh, capture okay. it correctly. Okay, yeah. But like the, the hedge maze apparently um, in the book has these animals the, these hedge animals oh, okay. that actually came to life. and like, I think I heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, uh, I don't think I like that.
1: See, I'm not sure I would like that either. I'm yeah. glad that was taken out Me because too. that just seems hokey and corny. See, now yeah. I wonder
2: because they, they did a miniseries of this and I don't remember when. I want to say maybe in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Let's say maybe mid to late 90s. There was a miniseries done of this and I, I never watched it. I wonder if it was more true to Stephen King's novel. Yeah. And maybe, I wonder if that stuff is in there.
1: Yeah, perhaps.
2: You know, especially with the miniseries. I mean, those can go for, shit, six to eight hours. So yeah. you can get a lot more in than two and a half hours, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so I want to I want to bring something up. And this is why I, I want to know if you guys even noticed this. And this is part of, I guess, Kubrick's madness, you know. Towards the beginning of the movie, there's a scene where uh, Danny is brushing his teeth. Mm-hmm. And on his door, there's all these stickers. Okay? okay. And on and one of the stickers is Dopey from Snow White. Okay? okay? Something that, it's like whatever. It's, he's a kid. He would have a sticker like this. Mm. Mm-hmm. So then he starts to brush his teeth, and then he starts talking to uh, Tony. Mm-hmm. And then he has those visions. Right. Then the doctor comes. Well, if you look on the door, the Dopey sticker's gone. It's gone. And again, man, I'm telling you, if a sticker's there and then it's gone, there's a reason for it. And my, my only interpretation on this, and I don't know if you guys even noticed this. I didn't. So, (laughs) so I thought about this. Well, you know, dopey being kind of, well, obviously, you know, being part of the, the, you know, Snow White and Seven Dwarfs was kind of, well, dopey, right? So, so, you know, dopey, kind of naive, kind of maybe ignorant, you know? Okay. And my idea was, okay, at the time before Danny, uh, before Danny knew about the overlook and these images, he was young, naive, right? Then when Tony showed him this, his eyes were opened. And that's maybe why Dopey, the sticker, was gone. He's now, again, I don't know if that's true. It was just an interpretation. Huh. Um, I'd have
1: to, re- I gotta yeah. give that one some thought. I, I, I Yeah, I, my knee-jerk reaction to that is, uh, I don't really interpret, I don't like to me dopey. The that yeah. character isn't, he's dumb, he's not really naive. I don't know. It, it, I don't
2: know again, man. I'm just I'm just throwing something out. I don't know if, if whether it sticks or not, who knows. <laughs> well,
1: but while again, you, I while mean, you guys yeah. are talking. I'm gonna hit the googs, <laughs> I'm gonna <see> the <laughs> you're googles. gonna hit the googles, yeah.
2: Um, but uh. Anyways, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk the movie here. Um, so, so Jack interviews for the caretaker's position. His idea. They were from Vermont. He was a teacher. I don't think they really explain what happened to him. I'm gonna assume he was a drinker. Maybe something happened and he got fired, and they had to maybe relocate to Colorado. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they don't, don't really, hit really hit too much in yeah. that. They don't, they but again, you're, you're, you know, you're trying, you know, they're giving us little bits and pieces. And so we kind of, I don't know, we're filling, we're trying to fill in that gap. Again, this is just a guess. I don't know.
0: It also could have been maybe like he wasn't getting paid enough because there was a big thing he was talking about. Like he, like I think near middle to end of the movie, um, he was talking to Wendy about, you know, she wants to leave. And he was like, you're not going to mess up this one chance I yeah, have. Do yeah. you want me to be like a shovel in the snow and stuff? Or But stuff see, the like thing that? is,
2: so this is the thing, Shaylee, though. Let's say in Vermont, he was a teacher, right? But he moves to Colorado and he isn't working. Well, why is that? Yeah. There's always a need for teachers. Yeah. So I'm thinking he was, something happened and he got fired.
0: Maybe. Because we definitely know that um, he was a drinker. He yeah. injured Danny. He right. did.
2: Yeah. dislocated his shoulder or yeah. something when he, yeah. Um. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I know he wants to write like his aspirations. Is, he's, he calls himself a writer. Yeah. yeah. Not, so not a very good one. Not a good, not a, not a good one. Cause not he really. only, he only seems to type the same thing over and over again. He just again. a little bit, you know, <laughs> Um. but he interviews, he, he, uh, he, he gets the position, but they, they explain to him, look, you know, we just want to throw this, you know, kind of full disclosure here. You know, there was a, a family here. How many? Because I thought they said 1970, but I, I don't remember. Maybe I'm. They wrong. They said
0: 1970.
2: 70. So, so ten years earlier, um, where the guy went a little crazy. The caretaker at the time <laughs> went a little crazy, and he uh, he chopped up his family. Yeah. And then he and then he committed suicide. And they you know they wanted he wanted to. I think it was Mr. Uh, was it Mr. Olman? I think it was Mr. Ullman, who's like the general manager of yeah. the hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Him and and I think it was a Mr. Watson. I don't know. I maybe it's his assistant or something. Yeah. But you know, wants to kind of full disclosures. We want to tell you, you know, uh, this happened, so that you're aware of it, and you know, because there's a such thing as again cabin fever, yeah. stuff like that. You know, these walls start to close in on you, mm-hmm. and especially during the winter where you can't go anywhere there's nowhere to go yeah the roads are closed and and it's your job as the caretaker to, to take care of this place so you can't just like leave unless i'm gonna go and grab a bite to eat down the road it doesn't right. happen right now and so um so you know they give they, they explain this to him so we know all of a sudden something's something's not right with the hotel a little bit yeah yeah um and so uh he gets he scoops up the family now now Again, small little stupid detail, but how the hell did they get all that furniture into that little beetle, <laughs> dude? It looked like it that, was something yes, that had come out yeah, of a friggin' small. I, know, I van. know there
1: was there like friggin' tens. Dude, giant suitcases? his or big or wheel,
2: and uh, there was all kinds. of stuff. I'm like, there's no way in hell that fit in beetle. <laughs> no, but no, whatever. No. And then, two. Why is he? We- okay, why is when he's sitting on the, he's sitting on the uh, chair, um. And I think that Mr. Ullman and Mr. Watson are great to maybe meet with them and chat with them. He's reading a Playgirl magazine. I still don't understand this. <laughs> nice. I am trying, again, these are all these things that are mm-hmm. on purpose, and I'm trying to. First of all, Playboy or Playgirl is never going to be in a hotel lobby. It just ain't happening.
0: He brought it with him. I don't
2: know. No, I don't know. Because <laughs> he set it down on like it was something like you go to a doctor's office and you're reading Sports Illustrated. That's what it seemed like. Again, always calculated. I don't know what it meant. Um. Well,
0: you could also tie in like, um, at least with the Playgirl, uh the scene where he goes into room 237 and then that random lady's in there and she's naked and then he's like "Ooh, yeah ooh la la yeah so like well, you know i guess you can tie that maybe uh, yeah and no origins.
2: well no because a play okay so i what
1: well there's okay. also another uh that i was gonna bring up later nope. but since we're talking about well, let's bring it up we can well, do whatever yeah i oh, am yeah. okay well, then so do it already we'll stop interrupting <laughs> me kidding. and maybe i will <laughs> I'm messing with you. so uh um Also, there was the the scene when uh, Halloran is in his room, and there is the the two pictures. (laughs) pictures. Yeah, like one of them is like this ginormous afro on this woman, and you know she's like full on naked. Oh, full on naked! And then okay, when I first saw that, I'm like, okay, well, you know, um, you know, he's he's got you know, but then. There's like another
0: yeah. There's one behind
1: him nude mm-hmm. shot. You yeah. know, right, right uh, on the uh, the wall, like right, right above behind his, his bed. Head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then it then it becomes well, now that's clearly a thing. Yeah, with him, anyways. You know what I mean? So it could be that. Well, I, see, when it comes to the um, when it comes to the the scene with the woman in in 237. the, the two three seven. No, I think that that's just the hotel. I think yeah. I think that was a uh, again along with the weird um scene you know with uh where the guy with the pig face uh, you know was was oh the bear the, the bear yeah. the bear face on the bed yeah. okay i think that what those are are just uh those are just imprints in the past yeah. from guests yeah. that yeah. were in there and let and me
2: ask you this darren and Shaley chime in do you think these are people that died in the hotel I do
1: yeah I think and that, that's
2: and they're still stuck in there
1: well what I had read again this was this is I guess part of the book was that the 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 woman that was in 237 that uh killed herself because her um like her husband or something had um oh god I'm gonna butcher this something about her husband had had an like slept with somebody in that hotel. Oh, okay. Or some something like that while and they were while they were vacationing. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. And and yeah, and so then she killed herself in the in in there. Okay. Um. So that to me is what those scenes are. Those are just um. Those are just imprints, mm. you, you know, uh, of of guests that killed mm-hmm. themselves.
2: Same it, with the the twins or the exactly the yeah exactly.
1: Well, but the play, the Playgirl magazine, you know, and maybe in this Halloran with these two. So, maybe that's- so
2: there's another scene. <laughs> I just caught it last night because when I was rewatching this, I wanted to. I've seen the movie so many times. I wanted to look for stuff that maybe just in the background that I hadn't seen before. And there's a scene where Wendy is in the uh, the boiler room, and sh- and there's pictures all over the boiler room of naked women in bondage and stuff.
1: Okay. There's now, a, there's another one. Oh, you I see just you just uh, you just reminded me. There's a whole another one where y- you know the um I think it's like a gas station or it's either that or it's like it's like a an auto shop or whatever. Yes, yes. Yeah. There is a there is a calendar on the wall and uh, and there is a customer in there staring at the calendar and it's of like a naked woman. Hmm. You know, yeah. so
2: I again i I don't know the relevance to it other than could just be i don't i and that's the thing man i there's so many things in this movie that i wish stanley kubrick was sitting in front of us of course he would be a corpse but (laughs) uh you know and and just pick his brain on what were you thinking man was his whole intent was was to make us feel uncomfortable and uneasy throughout the whole movie that we're here now talking about it forty year, 42 years later. Is it 42 years? 42 years mm-hmm. later, and we
1: still don't have an explanation on certain things. But there's all so- sorts of wacky stuff that he threw in all through Clockwork Orange, man. Yeah. You know I mean, that just... I don't... Personally, I don't... For me, I don't, I don't hyper-focus too much on that. To me, that's just a... Throwing continuity around the movie is I what that think is to me. That like, that's
0: probably I part of like making the audience unsettled. If you notice that, yeah, like correct. you're probably like, "What the heck? It. Like, why are there just random naked ladies and stuff?" Well, too, it's
2: like it's like a scene where he's talking with Wendy and there's a chair there. Two seconds later, the chair's gone. Two seconds later, the chair's back. It's it's those things where there was a there wasn't a <laughs> light switch and now there is a light switch. There's an overhead light. That wasn't at the beginning of the movie. In the same exact spot, now there's a light. There, I don't know. I mean, was
0: it... I mean, I mean, you can also say, like, you know, it could tie into, like, maybe, like, little, like, hallucinations, you can call them, that Jack's having. Because, like, yeah. throughout the movie, he, like sees things like he's talking yeah. to this lloyd person yeah, and all, all this booze uh-huh. is in the cabinets yeah. and then she comes in and then there's nothing so it could just be like little hallucinations and things that like he's having like maybe things in the past that were once there and now they're not well, yeah. well it could, you be, could it,
1: yeah it, it could be like to tie into that it could be uh snapshots of time periods yeah where the, where where there was there's a chair and now there's not a chair maybe there wasn't a chair and maybe the the hotel is is providing these imprints and these visions sure of periods of it's, time
2: and it's absolutely there's actually a theory that wendy is 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 hallucinating everything that's happening so none of this is happening she, she's hallucinating everything and so when she's hallucinating it or what you're, when you're trying to remember something, you don't remember every single detail, yeah. so you leave details out. So, so when I'm trying to remember it, well, that table was originally there, but now it's off, it's gone because I I can't remember it there. Yeah, it's the detail that I've left out. Yeah. Now I don't know if I buy the whole Wendy theory that she's yeah, you know I'm not, she, I'm I, not sure I, I don't think I buy that. Yeah, but but the idea of yeah, it it just being an imprint and and yeah, maybe maybe that particular imprint there was no table. And then now, you know, so stuff like that. It's trying to, you know, right. Again, we could theorize this all day long, and we could all be way wrong. But it's yeah. just, you know,
1: yeah. I just, uh, I don't really know. Good. When it comes to these, these sort of things, like the, the the naked women, there, you know, or the plague, girl. I, 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 for me, I don't focus too much on that. I to me, that stuff's thrown around to to for, um, you know, continuity of right flavor yeah yeah vibe yeah like un- whether whether the intent is to make the audience feel unsettled you know i mean when did this movie come out 1980 1980 so in in 1980 uh, maybe maybe the uh, maybe an audience it would be a little bit more unsettled you know with seeing african american naked woman on a wall with a giant Af- you know what I'm saying? Who yeah. knows. Maybe maybe some people would have a problem or feel unsettled um, with seeing a, a a man reading or looking at a, a Girl sure. magazine. It was out in 1980. After or all, or even even I mean even
2: implying that he physically harmed Danny was yeah. kind of taboo in the er, well, in that time. That's what I mean. Yeah. And
1: so all of this stuff is intended to make you feel unsettled in yeah. the entire vibe of this movie is a, gives you a very unsettled feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that everything everything is intended to make you feel unsettled as much as g- given Jack Nicholson cheese sandwiches for you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. to make him yeah. feel unsettled and, sure. did, and 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 riding you know shelly devald you know to the point of 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 a breakdown, oh, a breakdown you, you know yeah. I, mean? I think she
2: just about had in pretty the movie. much yeah
1: all of that is intended to to give an overall vibe of of just this unsettled weighty heavy feeling
0: yeah
2: yeah you know yeah no for sure i mean for sure um uh, do we want to just kind of jump around a little bit? We know that Mister Halloran know. shines yep. as well, oh, so yeah. he's able yeah. to communicate with Danny. Yep. Yep. That comes into play later, later on, and he, you know he explains to him what shining is and stuff, and and I think Danny kind of understands the concept, um, you know. But but I mean, you know, uh, you know, a month later, I mean, they st- you start to get this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it starts to catch up to to not Wendy's. Wendy's embracing this this as best she can, right? Yeah,
0: I feel like the I feel like it was really it was more prevalent in Jack. Definitely, like he starts slowly like losing it, yeah. but I also feel like Danny too, because like yes, farther in the movie we start seeing like. He's not talking as much. He's not playing as much. And, like, Tony's more prevalent and stuff. Because
1: Tony takes over. Yeah,
0: Tony takes over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like it really ties and, like, plays in, like these people are like slowly like losing it. And I feel like Wendy is also, but like she's trying so hard to, she's trying to keep the family on to it. She really is. Keep everything together.
2: She always seems so positive. It's like when he can't seem to, when he has riders, God, he acted like such a dude. He was an asshole. It
1: was uncomfortable watching. It was, it was, I mean, it's so messed up. She Why don't you start che- now by getting the fuck out yeah. of here? Yeah. Like, I was just like, Oh my God, just dick. Yeah.
2: Like he, she was just checking in on you yeah. and just doing what,
1: yeah. What a partner would do. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe she should get the fuck out of there when, uh, you know, before she gives you your damn bacon and eggs, you, Yes, right. Yeah. Totally taking care of
2: him, man, and yeah, and but we see him slowly unravel. Yeah, the 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 what I as I like to call the Kubrick stare, yep. because it was also in Full Metal Jacket when, Pot- <laughs> yeah, you you know the stare I I'm do, talking about. I do. Damn, I mean that's that Mm-mm. is unsettling.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then <laughs> so- like just like the shot, it's like that whole segment. Where it says like it has like the day that it is, and then it yeah. goes to them. They're playing outside, and he's just inside, and he's doing that like violent stare, <laughs> and then it just cuts to like the next day. Well, you
1: know, it's funny because he did he did a thing like that too on Clockwork Orange. Who did? Oh, Kubrick. And Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick did. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he with the with the, the old, old, old man whose um um whose uh whose wife was oh, raped yes, by them, remember? Yes, and then like, and he comes back, mm-hmm. and he's got that like. Like, yeah. like look on it, you know yeah it's Kubrick a thing Kubrick like, does, he, yeah. He does
0: that stuff. yeah no it, Clockwork it, Orange watching that felt like a fever dream it, <laughs>
1: that's, that's, that, a, that's a, kind of what it's yeah. like it, it is it,
2: that like. is an out there movie uh, Full Metal Jacket is not like that there's no, elements yeah. of Kubrick yeah. obviously because Kubrick <laughs> you wrote and directed it but it's not as out there and say kind of weird and and Eyes Wide
1: Shut is also
2: kind you know of, what's funny man I never watched that I never movie. saw that I never did check it out yeah, yeah it, It's worth a. It's oh, worth a good. watch if,
1: if for any other reason than just the fact that Kubrick, Kubrick did it, his here. last
2: film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just did, didn't hear good things about it. I know it was Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman and a lot of yeah, you know, weird yeah. sexual stuff happening. There I guess, is, so. but
1: but you know, I, it resonated a lot. And I think with the, with male audiences for some reason, mm. I, you know, not not for any kind of weird sexual thing, but yeah, I think more just. I don't know. It was like something that I got. I mean, I just, I got the film. I understood exactly what you did. What, yep. Okay. Maybe I'll I give understood it a shot. the, I understood um, exactly the main character, you know, Tom Cruise's yeah. character. I understood his motivation. I understood the whole, okay. I just got it. You got it. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. It's worth the watch. I'll, I'll check it out. I don't mm-hmm. mind checking it out. Yeah. I mean, just to, in fact, just to see his last film. For Kubrick's sure, man. Film, you, yeah. you have to for that reason. Just for that one. I seemed like bits and pieces of it and I just kind of moved on, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah. so, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, do uh, we're not gonna go scene by scene uh, how about how about Danny in his in his big will
1: okay let me tell you something with that that brought me back to my childhood <laughs> you know my my gra- grandmother she lived uh, she lived in this kind of this like I don't even want to call it an apartment they were apartments but not like what you think um, and right across the street was this shopping it was like a, it was like a um, grocery store and then all these little shops. And in this complex. Yeah. And and in this complex were all of these walkways that, okay. that had like I gotta say like polished cement. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm totally visioning. Okay, that. Yeah. But yeah. It,
1: but yet it was like covered but yet open mm-hmm. yeah. outside. Okay. And then all these walkways it was all over. It's like a maze of them, dude. Yeah. And and then they all connected all these little little shops, you know. And uh I used to have my big wheel and I used to go over there with with, with, a, with a friend of mine who lived down the street
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we would cruise through that through those halls you know it, with the slippery cement and we would do exactly what he was doing did yeah. you notice like it, like when he went around at the corner once he like fishtailed. oh yeah you know? fish-tailed, yeah yeah I, we, and I would like do that or, like you know just cruising through and it, I had a blast doing that so every time I watch those mm-hmm. those scenes of him like cruising you know, around I'm like hell yeah yeah. <laughs> Oh, would, dude! Absolutely, I would be having a blast. Except for when oh I, well, I round in you know. a corner and see two <laughs> twin well, girls. So, so and,
2: I had heard that. So all those rugs that you see on the floor, mm-hmm. that was intentional
1: by Kubrick to, to give it that. Yes,
2: yeah, I really like that. That was a really cool. Like it's sound that they did. Yeah. It is, and it, it is. just adds like this other depth to the. It, you it,
1: know. it. It. Yeah, it's like it's like the audio. It's now you're adding audio tension yeah into already the visual well, tension. well just f- and following him as he's riding
2: through all the corridors of this and i don't know if it was one shot but oh my god it felt like just one long yeah. shot and it's yeah. building up and you you're like well we know something's coming yeah yeah and then he comes around the corner and there's the damn so this is what i okay i want your guys's take on this um at the beginning of the movie, when um, Mr. Olman says uh, he he chopped up his two girls, they were eight and ten.
1: Yeah. Well, these are twin girls. Yeah. So was I think the details. I think that that's what that was. Was the the Olman guy just didn't have the detail
0: yeah probably okay. not like
1: okay. it happened so darn long ago yeah. and you know it's just, like one person tells another tells another is that what another, you got yeah. from it okay because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they're clearly twins No, they are I yeah. mean they were cast as twins yeah. I mean so they're for twins sure.
2: and oh my god that yeah.
1: was how that was my interpretation of that was just it, he was ex- telling the story via hearsay okay. yeah I get you and then uh, so you know, possibly
2: the Mr. Roman wasn't even there at the time yeah. he took over oh my view. for sure yeah. he wasn't yeah. there at the time yeah for sure because I mean, this this hotel had been there for what the 1800s? I think it so. was 19, 1907. 1907? Yeah. Okay, 1907 my my apologies. It so they, was right
1: during the um, like the flapper days, you know, like you know the roaring twenties. Because it said right they, in that deck, so that it's era. like
2: they started and because it took them like two years to build this it, thing.
1: Uh, it's I think it was yeah at least a lot of years.
2: history because they said like they started in
1: 03 four. and I think it opened in 0...
2: oh I thought they said something like 06 to 08 but I could be way yeah. off but I mean something a lot way. of presidents and movie stars had stayed oh, yeah. there so this is yeah. the place to go for sure Yeah, and then I th- and then the fact that during the winter they just it does it's not cost effective well it's
1: so secluded
2: so secluded there's yeah. you know you would think <clears throat> oh man you could do some skiing and stuff but it's just like no it just doesn't make <sighs> sense yeah so then it's like So then I was thinking about this. Okay, so for for this particular time frame, we know Jack Torrance is the caretaker, but do they have a caretaker every year? Like who takes care of it during the winter? Like each year this has to happen. So from October to to May, who are you getting to do this? And does does it not does it not have the same effect on each caretaker? So that's what I'm puzzled by. Like because
0: I I have a whole like And I was hoping we'd bring this up because I feel like and especially like I think it's implied that Jack is at least like maybe like reincarnated because like I I don't know like during the part where he goes to the ball and the you know guy spills the drinks and then they go to the bathroom to clean it up and then he's like. Oh, you're Grady. You, yeah. you killed. It wasn't, you, you know. Yeah,
1: it wasn't the same Grady. Not the same Grady. No, w- that was uh, his name was Delbert. Delbert yeah, and the actual was Charles, guy was yeah. was his or
2: vice versa. I can't remember. No, was it the, Charles Grady and Delbert? No,
1: so so Delbert is the was the the guy that he went into the bathroom with.
0: Yeah.
1: The uh, Charles Grady was the oh, was the okay. caretaker that chopped up his. Family. Oh, I
2: thought it was vice versa, but uh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, no. it, yeah.
1: And so what that is is the, is it's just um it's not reincarnate even Jack it's not reincarnations it's just um it's just another um it's a the family lineage so so mm-hmm. the the caretaker that was uh that looked like Jack mm-hmm. wasn't Jack that wasn't a reincarnation it was just a you know, twenty, thirty, forty years later, you know, down the family line, you're bound to have, um, you're bound to have another person born who looks like.
2: So that do happens. You, So not to jump ahead, but do you think that's your? Is that your description of the of the picture yeah. at the end? Yeah. See, I didn't see it that way.
0: I didn't either. I,
2: I didn't see it that way, but it doesn't mean that. I, I, I like, I like, I like that explanation, Darren. Mm-hmm. See, I'll tell you what my theory was was. That I I, I kind of thought of the lines of what, what Shaley said as to being reincarnated. Was was Jack Torrance's destiny to always be the caretaker?
0: That's, yeah, that at, was kind of okay, my thought process right, about the movie.
1: Right, the, but let, let me flesh for this a little bit out okay. where I'm going here because yeah. because it does tie into that. Couldn't you... I mean, there's an argument to be made that someone who... Let's say somebody was alive in nineteen twenties, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They they look a certain way, right? Sure. Okay. Twenty thirty, however many years later, years. right? It I'm <laughs> yeah. not talking about this movie. I'm just saying in general, right? Okay. now. Okay. Sure. Twenty thirty whatever years mm-hmm. later, family line, right? Yeah. An, s- somebody born in that family looks cr- like like surprisingly like. A relative you know two three decades earlier it sometimes that happens and couldn't that be explained as some sort so, of reincarnation some sort of reincarnation of the uh, the family member before so then you
2: like, so you believe okay so let's just let's just try to read this out here okay so 1921 is where that picture is yeah film is 19 it came out in 1980 but let's just call it 79 80 so we're talking six years 60 years mm-hmm. um do you think that the 1921 is a relative of Jack Torrance? Yeah, I was going to yes. ask.
0: Do you think that they're related? And then, exactly, and then again, it yes. was
2: ine- inevitable. Yes, it was his destiny to be yes. the caretaker. That is so, exactly what I think. So, I'll tell I you think. what my theory is, and you guys can poke holes in it. And and now that Darren's talking about this, I don't know if I like my theory as well, but <laughs> I'm going to at least mention it. Yeah. And I came up with this a couple of days ago because I was trying to figure out, like, I was trying to figure out that picture because, you know, it's like. It's 60 years in between, and it's it's literally him. Mm-hmm. So I thought that Jack Torrance does not look like the picture we are seeing in 1921. Right. What I believe is he looks completely different, and Wendy and Danny see him a certain way. Once, once he came to the overlook, he took on a different perception that we as the audience is seeing. We are seeing him in that 1921 picture. But Jack or Wendy and Danny don't see him that way. We see him that way because as soon as he be he came into the hotel, the hotel consumed him, consumed his. And I that's again a theory, dude. And I could yeah. be so wrong. That was just my kind of idea I had. Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
1: I, look, <laughs> because obviously we can't uh, we can't uh, have an interview with uh, with uh, yeah. Kubrick on <laughs> this to get any sort of definitive that. Very well, could be that wasn't uh, uh, ever really my interpretation of that. Um, to me, it was uh, they look different enough, and, and that's because it's not the Jack. Mm-hmm. He is not the Jack in that photo. That is a distant relative, mm-hmm. and what it is 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 that that it he his family is sure. destined to be the caretaker, to, to be the caretaker of caretaker.
2: that. Yeah. Um. Then wasn't Grady uh, the caretaker?
1: Same thing the same thing the Delbert Grady that was in the bathroom is not the same no as, Grady Charles. as the Char- yeah but
0: that but that Grady the Delbert Grady dude he was very much influencing Jack oh
1: for sure oh, absolutely. for sure yeah. absolutely
2: he was oh yeah mm-hmm. oh he was definitely planning that you got to do something about uh, uh-huh. both of them yeah but he and said and he Danny. said
0: something like um mm. I feel like I don't know because I feel like he implied you know, because what, what does he say? You he you said like been you've always been, been the you've yeah. always been, been the, the terror, you've always
2: been the terror. Character. Just he goes, I should know because I've always been here.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and he also he because starts his explaining, family has his yeah. family
1: also has yeah. always been there. Hey, he man, starts I'm,
0: explaining like you know, um my two twins or my two daughters or whatever. One of oh, them yeah. they didn't like it here, so I had to yeah. correct them. Correct and then them, my, my, my wife girls. tried to step in, and then I had to correct her too. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know. Uh, Wendy knocks him out with the bat during that scene. That was a really, really terrifying scene. <laughs> yeah, but no, she not. drags him to the freezer, and then you know he unlocks the door and is like, yeah. "You have to correct them." <clears> even which was really, now. I
1: got to be honest with you, was probably yeah. the the one scene in the movie where we're not talking to, where it's not nebulous. It was the one real scene where the hotel affected a physical thing yeah like, yes by letting him out i, I completely
2: yeah. darren 100 agree yeah. it's the one it's the one thing in the movie that bothered me a bit so you're saying these ghosts can now open, unlock the door for you and i just uh, i wasn't i just didn't like it i wasn't sold on it i, I just, agree
1: i i that is one thing i just i'm not a fan of yeah i, I just overlook it because i'm just like, okay you know <laughs> right i'm yeah. yeah
2: yeah I mean I guess out of the out of the two and a half hours of this film, which is a brilliant film, if that's the one thing you you're like okay I, I give it a pass.
1: Yeah. yeah it'd be one thing if they if they just and I don't need a lot of it. I just need one, maybe two additional scenes where the entities spirits, the imprints, the whatever of the hotel, Manifests a physical thing, yeah. Then there's a tie-in. Then, okay. then I can get behind it and go, okay. But if that is the only isolated thing that the hotel physically manifests, them letting so, him out of the,
2: let me ask you this then: Do you think Danny got hurt by the woman in two thirty-seven, or was it Jack that hurt hurt him?
1: Because um, then, if that's
2: if it was the woman in two thirty-seven, well, there you go.
1: I don't think it was. I think that was Jack.
2: You think it was Jack?
1: I do, because okay. but wasn't I'm torn. But see that that's thing. I'm
2: I'm, I'm torn. torn as well, Darren, because because Jack was sleeping when Danny got hurt. That was that, that we also, that we saw.
0: But also, I'm torn because um, that whole scene when he comes in. And then she's like trying to calm Jack down, and then yeah. she's like, "You gotta go, go, go play in your room." And then yeah, she's like, "I'm yeah. gonna go deal with him." And that then true, and she was, sees, and then she's calling him out. She's like,
1: yeah, "And he, he has a definitely look on his face." He's, and yeah, he was like what, like, like, "What what are, are, you are you talking about? about?
0: Yeah. Like, I didn't do anything." Yeah. So that's why I'm torn. Yeah, but it could be
1: explained that um,
0: that he's
1: coming in and out of his faculties. True. You could explain it that way.
0: True.
2: Sure. I mean, too. And do you think? Okay. We know he's a recovering alcoholic. Do you think he found alcohol in the hotel and he's been drinking and maybe he blacks out at times? Well,
0: I don't think I don't think that he could have done that because that was a specific thing that like uh what's his name?
2: Uh Ullman. Ullman, Ullman. talked yeah, about is that to... he
0: doesn't he they confiscate all the But alcohol. But Jack
2: could have could've have snuck it in with the eight million bags at the end. <laughs> he
1: could've I don't
0: think it's possible though, because when he first moved in I feel like Jack was in a good state of mind. I feel like he was not under the yeah. impression like I'm going to take some alcohol with yeah. me.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. No, I really do. I really think that he he was in and out of uh, of 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 you know he, lucidity. Yeah, he was in and out of that those states. I mean, there were times where you know. So I to me, it's really so you easy.
2: you think he did it? I do. Shaylee, you and I are still on the fence. I'm I, yeah, I, I'm torn. I'm still on the fence, man. Like, oh. was it? Because if it was the woman in two thirty seven, then there's that other part that, that they can physically do stuff.
0: I also want to like talk yeah. about the significance of Room 237 because we don't ever really get a good background on what happened in that room, but that room is talked about so much well, throughout that movie. That was
1: the room where the, the, the woman killed herself. Uh, because... I
0: know, but I'm saying I feel like the most important aspect of like the violent stuff that happened was like, the guy chopping his family apart you know but like that whole you know that opening scene where um what's his name Halloran and uh oh Halloran yeah and Danny are talking and then he's like oh what's room 237 and he's yeah. like don't you ever go in there you have no business yeah. in there and stuff and like you know that he passes the room and then he tries to go in and then he's like freaked out and then the yeah. doors open all of a sudden right. and then yeah. you know right. it's just all of this like build up for like that room and then it just leads to like that one scene where that old lady's in there and then like we never really get anything else out of room 237 it was like that was a uh, another little like mini climax for that. And I don't understand it. I don't know. Maybe I just need to think on it more. But like that was a big thing that was part of that first half of that movie is room 237. Get, and then we never went back to it.
2: I get what it was. She, she, she wanted more depth no, or exposition as to 237. But but I think, again, it goes back to what your dad said. There's just little remnants and, yeah. you know, imprints. And that's what we, we got. Because... We we can't go through. Let's say that was 1980, and it was built in. Let's just call it 1910. That's 70 years of history. So we obviously can't get 70. We just getting little bits and weird right. pieces yeah. of prints. So you I think
1: I think that it's. I think it. This is a situation where Kubrick, whatever, is saying, okay, audience, it's okay for you guys to to use your imagination and understand that probably. All sorts of fucked up shit happened yeah. in that hotel, yeah. you know. But here's what I here's what I'm showing you yeah. were things that occurred. Yeah. But yeah. many, many more things occurred yeah. in there, and I'm good with that. I'm yeah. okay to I'm okay to to see the the one thing in room two three seven, and then also to see the the different stuff where there's like the twin, you know, the twin. I'm okay to see yeah. all those little, little tiny pieces because I the can. The
0: twins made more sense to me.
2: The twins absolutely make more sense. The thing with the bear and the again, I yeah. guess it's, I think it's just, it, again, for us to be uneasy. Yeah. It's supposed to be weird. And so there probably is, really is no explanation as to that bear and the guy in the bed. It's just a th- imprint. They're and,
1: just imprint.
2: But let me ask you this. What do you, how do you interpret Jack going in, it's a beautiful young woman, nude, and then he starts making out with it, her, and it's it an was old... it
1: was the hotel seducing him. Yeah. it was that. It was the process of the hotel um, breaking him, like in Hereditary. Mm. You got to break. Yeah. You got to break, break it, the spirit break down, down in order to to, and that to me is what that hotel was doing. With yeah, that. yeah that's yeah.
0: another really i just idea. thought
2: maybe we're focused i maybe i focused more on the it's she's young and now she's old and and just gross and it's just it could be just yeah just simply how you explained it you yeah. know yeah. i thought maybe it could have been two two things that happened in the room you know that no you know could yeah just I, separate, hear you. Separate I hear you, it, you know yeah you know? yeah
1: i get what you're saying
2: yeah makes sense i mean I'm, yeah you know yeah, yeah. You, have, you have to i mean obviously we we if he was destined to be there, it was just a matter of time before they were going to break him. It was just going to happen. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, sure. <laughs> and so, and yeah, and, and, and the, 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 the Grady cleaning him, his shirt, pushed it along <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of my theory though. I, I, again, you know, I, I don't know, man. I mean, the, we can interpret so many things in this movie. uh you know, everyone's going to look at this differently, I, you know, mm-hmm. and notice stuff differently. And, you know, so yeah. um, but uh, what other stuff haven't we chatted about? Um, I mean, you know, we, we, we talked a little bit off the of twins, the division that we we didn't talk about the vision oh, of
1: the twins in the hallway. Well, cha- yeah. well, we didn't talk about this, though, either. <laughs> oh yeah so the, creepy yeah uh
2: yeah the red rum uh or uh murder backwards i guess right murder backwards, yeah. yeah murder backwards yeah yeah
0: i yeah. think that was a well thought out scene honestly i really enjoyed that scene um i think the build-up for that scene was really good with mm-hmm. like the amount of times he said it i know you have some different opinions <sighs> I, did. I
2: thought i thought it went on too long the red room i did i i felt mm-hmm. like kubrick went like i don't know 30 seconds a minute too long with it
0: i know i feel it was appropriate because at that point we knew jack was out we knew he was out and about you know roaming through the hotel uh we know danny's now gone like the yeah. mental state of like danny is done tony's taken over yeah. and so we see you know Wendy's finally sleeping, and then he's still in that like Tony state, I guess. And I feel like it was really well thought out because that whole thing led up. Like the second Wendy woke up and then looked at the mirror after she, you know, is like, hey, Danny, what's going on? And then she sees the murder. We all of a sudden now Jack's out chopping the door down. So I feel like it was a good build up, you know? He's like, Red rum, red rum, and then he starts writing right, it, it on the door, yeah, and yeah. then it's, it gets more intense and it's more so, build up. I think it shows yeah. how close Jack is getting to them and how close they are to is his that murder. What,
2: is that what you took from
1: that?
0: That's what I took. I from see. It. So, okay, okay. So,
1: okay, yeah. w- w- um, and also, I think I think this was in the book. Um, he was that being that uh, that Tony is the. Older version of Mm -hmm. Danny, you know, kind of trying to help him out, you know, because you notice he when he's saying the red rum, he's saying the red rum. He he grabs the knife, yeah, he brings it over. You're thinking in the moment, you're thinking, oh God, you know, um, kill his mom exactly because you don't know he's just in a red rum, you know. And, and you think that, but that's actually not the case.
0: Because she took the knife from him. She, yeah. She,
1: well, he basically gave it to her. Yeah. He, yeah. he came over and gave it to her. And when he started to say Red Rum louder, she wakes up and she's like, what the hell? And then, you know, and, and he... So yeah. it was him... Again, he, he 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 did this all intentionally. Yeah. He wrote it backwards, backwards on yeah. the door because it then went over yeah. to wake sure. his mom up, and his mom would wake up and would look right in the mirror yep. to see that to see it yeah. right, and it was it was like a murders afoot because yeah. right then you know no, jack no. Is, yeah. is going to that's yeah that's you know pretty much saying? how I and, and, he, and he gave him that he gave her the knife yeah no her, I, so. I agree
2: with yeah. all of that and i'm yeah. on board with all that I, my only again i'm nitpicking my and I, I don't like to it's just i felt it drug on way too much for me for i me, thought it, it was, was good for me it was yeah. just me personally was just a little too long what i will tell you that gets me every damn time is when the octave Goes up on that last couple red rums, where it almost sounds like a completely different person. Oh yeah, that's a shit that scares the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I hear you. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean Jack is uh, well, he's he's full on nuts with this point, and he's gonna oh
1: he's done. He's gonna exterminate. Now he is he is gone to the dark side. He's full on.
2: But let's not forget. Okay, so. Mr. Halloran, who lives, I believe, in Miami, he went. Yeah, yeah he he's he's down. visioning something bad happening because they can't get a hold of anyone there. So he flies from Miami to Colorado and has to and
0: get up. Also, yeah. he gets he shines. Yeah, he shines. In he his shines room, with Dan. and yeah. Danny is also having that. And so I well, don't, don't remember what the, the vision. Same thing. Yeah, they're yeah. seeing the same thing, yeah. and I think it was the elevator with all the blood. Oh my god! I we think that it. was the scene where they were both shining, and then yeah. he was like. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what a I brilliant go.
2: look! I will say this because I just watched this again last night. There are a lot of movies along the way that try to do an effect, and they just fell miserably. Holy shit! Did this not look? Not only did it not look, it looked like blood. Yeah, it, dude, it was so convincing that that was blood. the The fact that it, it going in and out through hitting the furniture and, dude. How how awesome of a oh, yeah. scene that is. That was it's a so, really good. Scene. And it's so iconic. And I read that it took three shots, but each time they set it up, it took nine days to set up. Yeah. Yeah. The first two shots, because Kubrick being Kubrick, didn't feel like it looked like blood. Dude, it seriously looked like blood to yeah. me. Man. It, you know, and so, anyways, just a fun. I mean, yeah. I just love the scene. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but uh Jack Jack uh, uh takes an axe. Yeah. He he's, he breaks through the the several doors right because mm-hmm. they're in the bathroom. Cool. So he breaks through the one door, gets through the. Yeah. In the meantime, Wendy is is uh, pushing uh, Danny out the window to get him out of here, yeah, out of harm's way, yeah. and she can't get out because the window won't go up anymore. Yeah, yeah. So um, so she so he gets through the second door and cuts him, cuts him on the hand. Yeah, but then they hear uh, Halloran has come. In that uh, what's that vehicle called? I don't know. The Snow wow thingy Snow I don't
1: dub, know Snow what the hell.
0: was something like that. Like Some
1: kind of track. Yeah.
0: Snow cat. So
2: Snow Cat so, or something I think that's like what that. It was. Yeah. So then so that kind of takes um that kind of grabs uh Jack's attention. So now he leaves Wendy to go tend to Howard. All
1: right, right.
2: And then, yeah, and Halloran gets the damn axe into the chest. Which... Yeah,
0: that
1: was horrible. <clears throat>
2: and that
0: also, that I love the connection between Halloran and Danny because when that happens, Danny's hiding and you know in that little like kitchen cabinet like thing, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and then he gets you know axe to the chest, and then Danny screams like this blood curdling yeah. scream, and then uh that causes Jack to jolt up and he's like oh there's Danny because he was looking for Danny yeah. right, and I right. really really liked that connection in how they made that work and how Jack was able to yeah. find it because then that led up to the maze chase scene which I oh. love that scene so much <clears throat> that was Very that's one of my favorite scenes in this movie yeah.
2: um yeah when he's yeah when and danny just on honestly, he just ultimately outsmarts him, right? yeah basically, I mean, that's what he does, yeah, yeah. you know, and Jack's chasing him through this. The thing is Danny has been how many times would you say Danny's been in this maze that w- w- you know we saw at least once or twice with wendy yeah we they've been there for months, yeah, you exactly. know so so he he probably knows this maze now, granted, it's at night and there's snow, but he knows the ins and outs of this you know, maze really
1: quick, what I thought was a really awesome scene earlier on the maze where he's looking. when he when yeah when jack is looking down yep. it's it was yeah. almost like um
0: i don't like know puppeteer kind of yeah like it had this like yeah. vibe of like he's controlling <clears> them. <throat> yes mm-hmm. yeah i Very really like that scene when yeah. they overhead shot and then you just see little people yeah.
2: Uh-huh. absolutely
0: In yeah the little maze that they had no i really like that, that's, that part. that's a killer it's good scene. cinematography
1: like he was like some puppet master like yeah. controlling mm-hmm. this yeah yeah, yeah.
2: You know, you know. Nowadays, a scene like that, they just they just CGI it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a practical effect. They had to. They filmed a part of a uh, a maze, and then and then they paint the the other part over the top of it. Mm-hmm. So and then it's so so like it seamlessly looks and it looks phenomenal. Yeah. It looks like they're freaking walking on this. Yeah. They did that in the thing. Yep. There's a um, yeah in the moon landing. In what in the moon landing? We already <laughs> talked about that theory, but in the thing the the UFO oh. that was that was actually painted and yeah. it looks so damn yeah. Let's go the moon thing, the Apollo eleven, and you know the whole theory. Listen, yeah. well,
1: I, personally, I don't want to get too down the weeds into into crazy <laughs> um, tinfoil hat theories or whatever. But uh, yeah, like there is a. There is a theory that, and, you know, look at it, it, it does make you raise your eyebrows a little bit because there is all sorts of Apollo 11 uh, um, um, references um, yeah. th- throughout this. And the whole theory is that, uh, you know, the government uh, hired uh, Kubrick coming off the the, the uh, coattails of, of his, you know, perfecting uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, um, hiring him. To uh, to do footage, faking, essentially, essentially the ideas moon, that, that yeah. the government, yeah, that we never went to the moon and, the, and that all that was just on a stone, uh, That whole thing, I mean, look, it's been scientifically proven we we went to the moon. Yeah. That, that this is a non-issue. It's just that you know you got people who think that the Earth is flat. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's yeah. so you're always gonna have people who question uh, this. Stuff. I think
2: it was pretty fucking funny. I, let's, let's say there is absolutely zero truth to it. I still think it's a funny little dig at the
1: government. Well, no, certainly it is. And, <laughs> and here is the thing: you know, you know, we watched that that documentary, yeah, Room Two Thirty Seven. Yeah. My in, my in take on that is slightly different. It's if if the if the government did hire him to. Um, essentially stage a moon landing, you know what i mean? Yeah. For me it's not because we didn't go. It's not because like the government was all hyping it up and going like we're going to the moon in this decade and the next, you know. Oh, yeah. And that they, they couldn't get the technology to work and so they couldn't <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh, we got to save face." Yeah, we, yeah. I don't I don't that's not my take on it at all. My take on it is that we absolutely did go. But the government said there is no way in hell that we can actually show live footage of that because we have no idea what's going to happen. They could step off the uh, um, the, um, the 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 moon uh, uh, lander. The, 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 yeah. The, um, what do they call that? Uh, fuck, uh, anyways, um, they could step, whatever. Yeah. yeah, they could step off that thing and and puncture their suit and freaking die. And we can't have astronauts dying on live TV. Yeah. And so and so they they fil- they they hired him to film footage of that to be shown to the public but but then behind the scenes the real thing was happening yeah that sure. is my interpretation. if if you're to believe this if well, you're to believe that that's a thing and that this the the the, the kubrick used the shining as his <laughs> as uh platform. coming out of the yeah. closet you know um platform for well,
2: well, I'm sure, let's just say, just say for shits and giggles, what you're saying is true. You know there was some ironclad uh, non-disclosure oh, agreement. Oh, probably, So yeah. he can't come out and say anything, no. so he does this instead. Now, well, Easter that, eggs. That documentary yeah, right. to Room 237, uh, there were elements of it that mm-hmm. I did like.
1: Yeah. Sure. I'll
2: say for the most part, I didn't care for the documentary. Yeah. I just thought it was some of the stuff they were saying was so
1: out there. No, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say some of the moon stuff had me rethinking it. Well, I mean, dude, you, there, there's no denying there's elements in there. there. There's no denying it, man. I mean, you know, Danny's a sweater. This is a yeah. like Apollo, Apollo 11, 11 right yeah. on there. The uh, the very shirt you're wearing uh, is the, the carpeting, Yeah, you know, and there's a scene where apparently I mean, on that route, that documentary they talk about how that is set up just like the the um the land uh the, the launch pad No, oh, you know what i mean and and where you know that one scene when danny's playing with his toys
2: yeah where it's it's open and then it's right the next scene it's closed. Right. Off. his yeah.
1: toys are actually uh, uh um positioned exactly as i think it's either buildings that are around that, the launch but, you know yeah so and then and then inside the storage room the, you know Tang and and you know all of that cool. stuff Yeah, there, there is no mistaking yeah oh absolutely the, 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 yeah. there is Apollo 11 easter egg imagery and what that Kubrick put in there oh yeah. absolutely no, no denying that it's just no there's not why yeah. Ex- That's that's and that comes back to my initial
2: question at the beginning of this it's like Again, he is calculated. Yeah. There, is, there is a reason for everything Kubrick did.
1: Right. And, yeah. and so all I'm going to say on this to, to, to sort of <laughs> circle back around is if we go um, off of the idea that this occurred, I do not believe that the government just couldn't figure out a way to get us to the moon because the, it is proven, scientifically proven he went there. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> this is not a case of that. If yeah. anything, this is a case of like I could see the government going like, well, we can't have American astronauts <laughs> dying on live TV, so we need footage show that we can show is live. And the thing that, is, Darren, you, you know, know,
2: you know, it's even possible that you're, you know, us talking about this, it's no one else knew of it other than a few people, the filming part of it, and and Kubrick doing that, yeah. You know, the astronauts who are there, they're thinking they're being filmed and they're they they, they, they they're playing
1: right along with it. Correct. Do you know? I don't even think the astronaut, like to your point, you just said, I think the astronauts absolutely thought. Yeah. Okay, if we're going off the base of the, this is yeah, the, re, the absolute, reality, sure, right? Sure, sure. I mean, so you got two schools of thought. Either what we saw in 1969, you know, live on TV was just real footage. Okay, there's that. Or... This theory, yeah, you know that uh, that right? Then, then, and if we're talking about this theory, then for sure, government wasn't going to even tell the astronauts that they weren't mm-hmm. being filmed. Oh no, no, you know what no, I mean? No,
2: they would not. No, you know. No. And like I said, there's probably only a handful. Right. If if it's if there's any substance to this theory, yeah, only a few people would
1: have known. Well, exactly. Yeah, and and I mean, <laughs> right, guys. If you th- if you guys stop and you think about it, isn't this exactly what our government would do? Yep. Right. With,
2: without us getting into all that, yes. The, well, well, one Couldn't word is yes. absolutely oh, see absolutely. our government? Th-
1: th- isn't that the quintessential government mindset? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh,
2: for sure. Right. For sure. Without us getting into the weeds and Especially, getting on a tangent. Right. Especially yes. in 1969. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what other stuff haven't we uh, chatted about, man, that, that, is, that, oh. that is relevant? Yeah. Um, yeah, let me think on that. The all, I mean, you know, as we have, we have the movie playing in the background. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, I, I've always loved that over and over again. I love. <laughs> Every, I all. love
1: how like as she's flipping through the pages. He start, he's all messing around with like the margins yeah. he's like making <laughs> he puts shapes. like a tab something. in there or something yeah. and it's like yeah.
2: how do you like it <laughs> yeah
0: I really really I think that this scene is also one of my favorite ones when she's going up the stairs backwards like crying oh, yeah. and stuff and he's he's like oh I'm not gonna hurt you I'm just gonna bash your brains in yeah. and stuff like yeah. that like yes. I thought that this was a really powerful scene because like it lo- it's terrifying like you can tell he's out of his mind and she's scared to death and she just wants you know to be left alone and like it's really prominent I think it's a really like impactful scene to really like show like the dynamic between like how he thinks he's got like all this power and she's just like this little shriveled up like character but like I think it really ties mm-hmm. into how yeah. we underestimate Wendy throughout the whole movie because she knocks him out and then she drags him and she's a lot stronger than i think play on and like lead on for her so i think it was a really good like it shows that power dynamic that like people think there is and then it's like just kidding like no this is actually not what it is and she's a lot stronger than she looks and she's a strong character she can stick up for herself she can defend her family you know
1: well i mean isn't that that's pretty much what she did she basically yeah, said she you did. know what hell no i'm no. gonna stand up to this you know and and protected her kid and yeah
2: you know what's what's funny is is through this movie and i don't know if this was intentional again because <laughs> kubrick is always intentional i always felt with with shelly duvall's character wendy she was not the smartest not the brightest she she was very she looked very fragile hmm um, and he always seemed to talk down to her yeah almost like this disdain for her and and I don't know if it was always like that or it happened after you know he hurt Danny and whatever else transpired, but he just always just ta- like there's a scene where she's talking about uh, about the writing process yeah and he says something like, yeah, that's all that needs to be done, but he does it in such a way
1: to. You know, look down on her. He's just condescending. Yeah. Yeah. And that really, I think that this just speaks to his character. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, I I think, at play there. You know, is he's just, that's just him. He's just a condescending chauvinist dick. Yeah. 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 Really. I mean, you know, and understand, you know, uh, again, you know, it goes back to lineage, lineage you know time period and then you know um you know is it possible too? because you go back to what you just said darren
2: with this Mm -hmm. the lineage thing right let's just say there's all these different relatives along the way do you think that this particular jack was picked again i'm just saying the word picked it can could have always been his destiny but they they viewed wendy as a easy target you know, and there's there's going to be no trouble here. She's going to be...
0: You know what? Yeah, I think that yeah. what you might be saying is right because when he's locked in that freezer, uh, the Grady dude's like, it turns out your wife is a lot stronger than like we anticipated or we mm-hmm. thought and yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that that definitely could be For a sure. good theory because, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. said in the it, movie, it's implied that like they thought she was weaker and more fragile.
1: Now, as to whether or not, uh, every single season <laughs> they obviously yeah. they can't no they can't obviously they can't so so i don't know you know that's not really explained and and yeah. for, to be honest with you i don't need that to be explained no. yeah. i don't care what happened yeah. during other seasons i don't, I don't that, care either yeah. yeah yeah. we just
2: know that that shit has happened over the last 70 years in this yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs>
1: look let's let's go ahead and assume that uh that you know because that olman guy was saying it you know like let's just assume that every single year they, they happen to get someone. Someone new, right? yeah. And, and and during those times, uh everything's just fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think it only it and I think this is where like the lineage comes in. I think yeah. it ties into yeah. the lineage. Like this is now the time that someone from that Charles, family, Charles Brady's family is like hey, from I'm Jack's the caretaker. Family. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think it's not, yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's not every single like winter they have someone from that family. Because- so,
1: and then you could, uh, I don't know, you could argue then that, uh, okay, so D- uh, Danny gets older, right? Yeah. And then has a kid and then has a kid or, or whatever. You, you could argue that, say, 70 years from then, there will be yeah. another.
2: Yeah. Well, see, but see, that's the thing. So Stephen King's follow-up book, Dr. Sleep,
1: yeah. there's actually a
2: movie, Dr. Sleep, which I, I watched. Is it good? It's actually decent. It's not <clears> bad <throat> and it ties a lot of some of the stuff in. And now I watched it a few years ago and you know my memory's garbage. I'd have to watch it several times to to be able to talk I'll about have to it. Check but that out. yeah, it's yeah. Not, nice. it's not I was reluctant going into it. Well, right. I had mean, I, I, Yeah. tarnished. Well, exactly. I mean, it's just yeah. a, it's a classic and it's like, "Well, how are you going to continue this?" And it's like, and so I I have not read Doctor Sleep. I heard it's a really <clears> good book.
1: And I thought the movie was pretty was good. Was it Stephen King? Yeah. Did he, yeah. yeah. Stephen King was wrote the it book. Was it a continuation of The Shining or was it just based in the...
2: It's later on in like, so he's an adult and he's trying to deal with stuff. Yeah, and, Danny. And, yes. Okay. And he shines with other people that can shine. okay. And it follows someone that that basically will kind of almost be able to suck those powers. You know, So like, let's just say Shining's a superpower. There are these people that are trying to to remove it from them, and they get stronger. Got it. It's not a bad movie. Look, it's not The Shining. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, because there isn't. This is like, dude. This is top three or five of all time, man. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Because of every the the music and and the directing and and the cinematography and and the act everything, everything is just top notch in this. I, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, honestly, I mean, people would probably say i'm crazy look the exorcist to me is the the best and the most perfect horror movie but this is pretty damn close yeah <laughs> someone would say maybe texas chainsaw mask or evil dead but whatever it's it's fine everyone has their own opinion these are pretty damn close together man yeah you know i agree so um yeah i don't I'm know anything I, i'm trying to think do we leave any anything that's kind of i don't know relevant or maybe a theory or anything that hey i saw this and caught this and i, yeah, don't, know. I don't know
1: no I don't think so. Shaylee?
0: I don't think so. No? I'm trying to, like, recall because I just recently watched it again. Um, um, I
2: mean, we know Danny and Wendy get away and yeah. Jack freezes together, freezes to death in the maze.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, there was the uh, the scene in the I think I think they were back in the ballroom where all of a sudden it's like cobwebs and everything. Oh yeah. A,
0: yeah, and then there's a bunch of skeletons, skeletons in the room. that are
1: all yeah. kind of dressed in the idea. Yeah, 19
0: yeah. What did
2: you think ago? about that part? I, I honestly, that was another part. I was like, eh, it's whatever. I mean, I don't mind it. It was just uh, it whatever was, for me. To
1: me, it was just a uh, more imagery of snapshots of yeah. the imprints, imprints as, as uh, yeah, yeah of imprints just, uh, yeah. of just dead, dead um, and gone. Yeah, uh, guests of the hotel. Yeah, and like yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm
0: gonna talk about a scene that irritated me. The one that's playing right now, when she's dragging Jack to the freezer. And then she's trying to open the door, but she doesn't realize the lock is still in the door. Oh, my God. That little pin. pin, That so irritated me. I was like, come on.
2: Because I know you do what I did. He's going to wake up. He's he's going to wake up. up, He's going to get up. Right, 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 right. right.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. it's just that scene really (laughs) frustrated me. It didn't,
1: I don't know, it didn't bother me as much because, I mean, look, it's not as though every other day I get bonked in the head by a bat. (laughs) You know, yeah. But I have had my bell rung. Yes, and I mean, what happened with him with the bat was substantially more than your bell rung. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, so as he's coming to, there's no way he's coherent enough to even no. do anything. So it didn't bother me. So probably concussion. Oh, he God, gets hit yes. and he falls down the stairs. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So concussion. Absolutely, oh yeah, dude. dude. So so him coming to it would take a good solid. 10 15 minutes to even yeah. try to get the cobwebs, even you know, and and yeah, and and I I totally agree. like,
2: I mean, it looked like he was almost like foaming or drooling. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, these so are sure. things I would say, for yeah, sure. I would totally, I, I think would happen in a situation like that,
1: absolutely, dude. you yeah. know, yeah. So, it didn't bother me too much. I mean, it, it annoyed me because I guess it would be the shining equivalent to uh. A person trying to escape from a serial killer, and they get in their car and they're fumbling for the keys. Yeah, it's like,
0: like.
2: Oh, hey, here you go. Perfect example is, um, Halloween. When Jamie Lee Curtis is running across the street to the house, right, and, and, and it's locked, trying, and, yeah, she's and she's, she's trying, trying to the, she's, yeah, it's the, yeah,
1: that's to me is a shining of the shining example. But to yeah. me, it, see, stuff like
2: that is kind of trope ish. I'm not saying this was a trope, but that, mm-hmm. that's well, that's a, a car that doesn't start it's like, when it.
1: It's all know, intended to add tension. Yeah. It's just it's and it to does, get the audience does, to, to yeah. be just. Yeah, it's like, know, Hurry like, up! Right? I mean, that's the like intent, you know, and 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 it works. It it works. It does. Absolutely. It does. So yeah. yeah, I I'm okay with it.
2: Yeah, no, I didn't, I think, yeah, I didn't really have a problem with it as much, uh, but I understand what Shaylee's saying. To me, I it's, I'm. Well, it's like, it's right up there. You can see the damn, it. you yeah, can I see know. the damn pin. Right. It's like yeah. right. I know, but, but, but see, but when you're in that situation. Yeah, the fight, you're panicking, or you know, flight. fight or flight. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, oh man, because, you know, we see these movies and, oh, I would do this, and no oh, bullshit you would, yeah. unless you're presented with that, yeah. you have no idea how you're yeah. going to react. Yeah. You know, me, I'll be honest, I wouldn't last long in a slasher. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> on, if I was, like I, I I would probably wouldn't last long or I would go and, if I knew something was going south and there was a killer, I would hide and you wouldn't see me for days. I'd yeah. stay in that same spot until it was all done.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. folks, yeah. but I'm just yeah.
2: telling you how it is, man. I want to survive. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: Yeah, I don't think, but I I don't think that we, there's, no? yeah, I think we covered everything, man. I don't,
2: I think we did. Yeah, I don't we, really we jumped around this. a little bit, but. It's almost impossible not to do that with this type of movie, man. Yeah, you can't go in Damn, order because no there's so way. many
0: things that lead into little other things that happen in like yeah. future parts of the movie. It's you can't go in order. I, I yep.
2: think we hit on just about most everything. We it we did, got yeah. in some some theories, maybe some some conspiracy stuff that yeah. you know. I think we touched um, on a little bit of all of it. Yeah, um, you know,
1: pull pull the curtain back. You know, for anybody who's listening, <laughs> you know, we had all uh, been. Um, we weren't sure if this was going to warrant like a part two, or if we were going to get so far in the weeds that we'd end up having to revisit. But you know, Rick, I honestly don't think that we need to revisit. No. We I don't do, think we do but, I mean, m- maybe be we need to some special episode, but I don't no. really think it warrants that. I
2: don't think yeah. so. I was, I, I think I was intimidated by this movie talking about it because I knew how, I know how complex it is. There's a lot
0: of layers to this movie. There really
2: is, yeah. Shaley, and it's like, a, and I was, I honestly. I don't think any movie really intimidated me as much as this one. And that's probably partly why we're now into what this is 77 and yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but I think, you know, I think it was good to have the three of us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so I, you know, like I feel satisfied. Hopefully the, uh, whoever's listening, I hope uh, so. got a, a little bit of out of, out of it. Um, I don't think that, uh, I don't think it warrants any. No, I think I yeah,
2: think we're good. Think we're I think good. we wrapped it up, put a little bow on it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thanks again for you guys coming out, Shaylee. Uh, uh, always a pleasure having you out. Um, Thank you for having me. You know, um, yeah. yeah. Two, two. Really, the two she's been on have been the damn two I classics. I know. We
1: <laughs> <laughs> have to figure out another class so We can get her back. I in know. Right. No we kidding. Go.
2: Well, anyways, I guess that's it, folks. Anyways, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, we always appreciate it. And uh, take care. You listened all the way to the end. We appreciate that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Ear for Fear Podcast, Twitter at Ear for Fear, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Ear for Fear Podcast. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There we list news and events. We're available on all the main platforms, so make sure you tell a friend. We hope you come back and get an earful.